Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Petrified. This episode, Dead Air. It was only the wind, my dear. Keys. Keys. Ah, crap. Come on, come on. That wasn't the wind, my dear. Midlands FM. Brian, it's Teddy. Let me in. Use your keys. I obviously don't have them. Where did you leave them? Brian, I'm freezing here. Then would you like to present the show, you clown? <sighs> now, where's your bloody car keys, you fool? Well, you have them, at least. Get a grip. You are such a pain. What did you do, run down? You said you were freezing. Sorry, thought I had my keys in my pocket. Maybe you dropped them on the forecourt? No, I think they're my other coat at home, hanging up safely in the bloody hall. You changed your coat? Hot date later or something? Mm, I dressed up just for you. I'll have a hot coffee instead. Do we have time? It's just gone at half eleven. We're good. I hate that walk from the car through the feckin' trees to the building. I have myself convinced something will jump out. Something. You know what I mean. Were you always such a chicken? It's since they swapped us to the midnight slot. The witching hour. Here we go. What do you want? Tea or... What is it with the doors in this place swinging open? It's the same upstairs in your sound booth. Can't keep them closed. Subsidence. And coffee, please. Mm. I wonder what old phone sex is jabbering about upstairs. Switch on the intercom. A love song to keep you warm in your bed as the winds outside howl. This is Antonia Day wishing you... She's still giving me the cold shoulder over being pushed out of the midnight slot. Her and Gorilla. Gorilla? Jeff, her producer. (laughs) Now that you see it, is the image. Midnight slot, she can bloody have it. I didn't pick it. She seems to think it was a plot. Dope. She's got a voice for radio, though. And a face for film. It's annoying when they have both. And I doubt she's scared to walk to her car at midnight. Shut up. 
Here, get that down, you. Want to Irish it up? Okay, just a bit. (laughs) (laughs) How long do you think we've got left, Brian? It's coming up to 22. No, I mean the station. What's got you so maudlin? You haven't even started drinking yet. Come on, there's only the recording studio left upstairs. They've cleared out the two floors of the rooms underneath and locked them apart from this kitchen. I mean, you open the doors downstairs and it's just a straight line upstairs to the sound booth. They're streamlining. Downsizing. The midnight shift will be the first to go. Maybe that's why they transferred us, to kick us out first. People really don't like you, Brian. (laughs) They transferred us to goose the ratings. People listen to us. Teddy, stop panicking. I wonder who, though. Who's listening out there in the dark? What lonely soul is still awake, hearing only my voice carrying on radio waves in the night? Give me that, Mug. Your next coffee is black. I need to go upstairs and take over from Gorilla Jeff. Be up in two, okay? That's why Antonia is not scared to walk to her car at midnight. Because hmm? she's got Gorilla Jeff to escort her. I only have you. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, hot. Hey, what's going on in here? Boxes, boxes everywhere and not to drop to... Uh-oh. Well, just a little pain. Not big enough for a full-size human being. Let's push some boxes up against you, just Teddy! Ah! What are you doing? I said two minutes. There's a smashed window. Who were you talking to? No one. Yeah, I know. I just wanted you to hear yourself saying that. This window. Unless someone has really long legs, I think it'll be fine. Come on. So stay tuned for the Teddy Lyle phone show. But for now, dear listeners, this is Antonia Day saying good night out there, whoever you are. Hi, Teddy. Hi, Antonia. Good show. Always. Wild night. Is it? Yeah. Once that door closes, you can't hear a thing outside this room, I suppose. That's the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, when you're locking up later, there's something wrong with the door downstairs. It might seem locked, but it just clicks open if you put any kind of pressure on it. Crap, really? (laughs) Nothing to be done tonight. I let management know tomorrow to get a locksmith in. Isn't there a round-the-clock locksmith we've been called? Is there? Don't worry about it. There's nothing in the building of interest to anyone. Gee, thanks. You have a great night, okay? Yeah, you too. Brian? Yeah? You can get a good view of the door downstairs from your window, right? Yes. Can you do me a huge favour? God, what? When you see Antonia and Gorilla Jeff leave, can you go and wedge a chair or put a box or something up against the downstairs door? The lock's broken. What is wrong with you tonight? Jesus. Look... Fine. Well, in that case, you're going to have to keep the first caller on the line while I do it. No matter what nonsense they're spouting. Teddy? You good to go? Teddy? What? Yes, good to go. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm just on the edge. Teddy? Yeah? Everything is okay, pal? I know. Just a blip. Just a blip. Here we go.
Good night, owls. Teddy Lyle here for the next few hours. It's a bad night out there. Hope you're all somewhere safe and warm. Can't sleep? I'm here. Driving late? We'll keep you awake. Working nights? Let's do this together. Now you know the drill. The first half hour is your call. We talk about what you want to talk about. After that, you're all mine. Now, here's something heavy to blow the cobwebs off. We're in this for the long haul, friends. What have you got first, Brian? We have Denny on the line. Like the rashers. Like the rashers. He's a truck driver who... Teddy, keep him talking if you want me to go down and lock this door. No matter what. Actually, just cut the song. Fade the song. Put him through now. You're the boss. Okay. I'm switching him through. And I'm out the door. See how devoted I am, friends? I just couldn't wait to hear from you. Now we have Denny on the line. Denny, what's up? I'm a truck driver. You're not driving now, are you? Uh, uh, no, no. No, no, no. I pulled up to a 24-hour garage. Good stuff. Safe driving. That's what we like to hear. So what's up with you tonight, Denny? I just, uh, I really need to talk to someone. And now you are. I listen to you while I'm driving all the time. You're brilliant. Great show. It's, it's a great show. We appreciate that. Your woman before you is a bit of a melt. But... I wouldn't go with that. Oh! Do, you, do you think you might need a bathroom, Denny? you're parked at a 24-hour petrol station? Just by it. I I want to go over to it to speak to them, but I'm too frightened to cross the forecourt out in the open, so I rang you. What are you frightened of? I want to go over and speak to whoever's man in the station alone. I wanted to maybe warn them. About what? I was driving. I'm supposed to be in Castlefane by 5am. Well, that's not going to happen. Maybe we'll leave it there for tonight. No! You have to listen to me. You... You're right, I do. Sorry. Sorry. I'm coming down now. Look. Look. There's a stretch of road just past the bridge. It's a tight turn and steep with it, so... In a truck like this, you have to slow right down. Right down to a crawl. It's pitch dark as well. No proper streetlights. And the trees come... Right up to meet the road, overhang it like a tunnel. So it's not even moonlight gets through. And it's like that for a fair stretch until you emerge the other side where... There's this thing looks kind of like a grotto, but it's gone to bits. I think I know the road you mean. Oh, oh, I know you know it. I know you know it. So, so I turn in and the truck starts crawling up the incline of this tunnel. All ahead only lit by the old headlights and then this white thing flashes past the cab on the right. I, ju- I jumped to hide to myself, because for a second, even though I didn't see a proper, it looked to be the shape of a person, but a bit too... a bit off. What do you mean? And as I'm nearly slowed to a stop anyway, there's no harm in me taking my eyes off the road ahead to have a peep out the window, trying to see behind, just to be nosy. in any direction in that black so I turns back in my seat and there was a face looking in the passenger window the face something that's 
climbed up on the cabin. The face of what? Never did that truck accelerate faster than it did right then, incline or no. When I shook it off, that passenger. But even though I wanted to get as far from it as I could, I couldn't keep driving my hands, my whole body. I knew I'd crash, I was so shook. What was the face, Danny? You know the road I mean, don't you, Teddy? I thought I did. Oh no. You do. You know it. And you know how close it is. See, I know where your studio is. I know where you do the recording. It's Appian Lane. The remote little building in the middle of all the trees. I used to be a courier before this job. Okay, Denny, you're bugging me. Who was looking at you? I'm doing it for you. I'm doing for you what I can't do for the poor fecker in the 24-hour petrol station that's only 30-odd foot across the forecourt, but still miles away. Okay, Brian, is this a wind-up? I'm doing what I can't do for that poor thing over there in that station. And what's that? I'm warning you. What's... Was that from your end? What's that tapping sound? Where's it coming from? It's coming from the passenger door. Maybe it's whoever works in the station checking if you're okay. Maybe it is. Are you going to check under the blind? I don't think I need to. I'll have to let you go for a minute, Teddy. What's happening? I think we may have been the victim of a prank there. <clears throat> oh, who's next? Actually, let's... I'm... Here's a song. Brian. Brian. What the hell are you doing there? Looking for you. Where were you? I was making you another Irish coffee to settle you. I told you to stay on the line. This is a disaster. But what took you? I had to get a bloody box from that room to put up against that door. Do you know how heavy those things are? Get back in there. So you didn't hear the call? Take this coffee. Teddy, you're playing the same song again. Oh crap, I wasn't thinking. Get in there and put those headphones on. Close that door. Drink that coffee, you. Snap out of it. Will I turn off the song? No, don't turn off the song. I don't have anyone lined up yet. You are all over the shop. Sorry, sorry. How long were you in the room with the boxes? How long was the door downstairs left unlocked? Teddy, sit down. I'm going to have Anne-Marie on the line in a moment. About what? The last caller. Whoever that was. Will you please pull it together? I'm being ridiculous. I'm just going to down this coffee that you were so kind to make me. Okay, good man. Let's get this train back on the tracks. Okay, no, no. I'm on. It's good. Down that. The song is just finishing up. We'll fade it out. And then Anne-Marie. Oh, that coffee had a right kick. Okay, hit me. You're on in three. Well, night owls, it seems I made a boo-boo there. 
but a great song worth hearing twice. Am I right? Am I right, Anne-Marie? Dead right, Teddy. What's on your mind tonight, love? That fella you had on there. What was that about? I think old Denny had a drink or two before he rang in. At least he's parked up where he can't do any damage. It was a bit frightening, wasn't it? Uh, not for me. You get used to those kinds of calls. Are you sure there, Teddy? It was like listening to a ghost story. It was very good. Tell the truth. Did you plan that now? Plan what? Because you're allowed to wind up merchants. And what's that supposed to mean, young woman? We all remember last year, the April Fool's show. Oh, yeah. We got you all there. Remember that one, Brian? Pretending that medium you got in was able to speak to ghosts. You had us all going. Uh, just a little joke. We admitted it at the end of the show, though. No, your callers were fake. Very well done. All actors. Sometimes the same actors with different voices. Ruining your reputation all for a skit. Uh, everybody plays April Fool's jokes. They're no harm. Not what you think. Don't you? Teddy, a lot of things could have happened while the show was on. How do you mean? An hour is a long time for a susceptible mind listening in. It was all very tongue-in-cheek. I think most people realise it was a joke about ten minutes in. Most people isn't every person. Uh, it seems like you're pussyfooting around whatever it is you actually rang up to say. Spit it out there. <laughs> what if during your hour-long joke there was someone who didn't realise it was a hoax? What if, what if, what if? Okay. There was someone during your hour-long joke who didn't realise it was a hoax. They would have known by the end if they'd kept listening. Well, they didn't. They should have stayed tuned. Loyal listeners are rewarded. Isn't that right, folks? This person couldn't have made it to the end of your show. Why not? Because they killed themselves, Teddy. That's ridiculous, Anne-Marie. That's a very serious allegation. It's a very serious thing that happened. I, I'm going to leave this here. Sorry, but you're talking crap. Oh, it's not like you to get ratty, Teddy. I think it's because you know you were wrong. Who is this person you're saying killed themselves? I'm hanging up, Teddy. Do not, Brian. I need to defuse this or we're in the papers. She was a susceptible listener who was so frightened to sleep after your show, she accidentally took too many sleeping pills. Uh. That's a load of crap. <gasps> Did you actually hear that show? We had somebody talking to the spirit of their dog. I can't believe you're talking down a woman's debt. What woman? Tell me her name. I'm not answerable to you. Come on, Anne-Marie. Don't get all shy now. Don't you push me like that. Who's this woman who was never brought to the station's attention, to the authorities' attention, such a horrific event, but no one was aware of it? Who was she? She was my mother. Then why did you wait all this time to ring in? <laughs> What the hell is this? You got me there, Teddy. Who is that laughing in the background? I'm hanging up. You're an idiot, whoever you are. You should be ashamed of yourself. There are people out there who've genuinely lost family members and you're making a joke of it. We know the address of your studio now, Teddy. We're not far. Shut up! <laughs> I mean, is it a full moon out there? I have a good mind to play that same song again until one of you rings in with a bit of sense. Look out your window. What? Do it. Can you see any cars in the parking spaces or on the road? I... The trees are in the way. Can you? No. Apart from yours and mine. Why? That was Antonia and Jeff. What? It sounded nothing like her. I know it. It was a trick. Why? She's annoyed about the swap. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Get all the cranks to ring in. All the tricksters. Our reputation is shot. My mobile's ringing, Teddy. 
Anne, it's Antonia. Answer it. You don't need to tell me to do that. Hold it up to the microphone. Hang on. Antonia? <laughs> Antonia? Are you okay? <laughs> oh my God. This is all a bloody prank. I, Teddy, the song... I need to ring her back. I need to put a caller through. You didn't even scream. Ah, oh, be quiet. Yes? Oh, yes. Hello. What do you want? I want to speak to Mr. Lyle about... You're on air now. I'm on air now. Yes? I've never been on the radio before. Well, you are now. What do you want? I just want to talk to you. Talk to me about what? I really like your voice. I've always liked your voice. Well, thank you. I always wondered what you would look like. What's your point, please? Because I always thought we could be great friends. I have enough friends. One more can't hurt. I couldn't hurt you. Can I ask you for your point, please? I've made my way. I've been making my way. Your voice was like a lighthouse in the fog, piercing through, guiding me. It took me a while, and I was slowed down by people along the way, but I figured out where you are. I can't wait to see you. It's funny, though. At the same time, you make me so angry. This is not funny, Antonia. Teddy. You're not fooling anyone. Teddy. Stop ringing here. Just stop it. It's only a matter of time, Teddy. Teddy. What? It's not Antonia. I have her here on the line. What? You need to listen to her. Right now. Can you... Would you mind holding? Teddy. I wouldn't mind at all. Here's a... Here's a song. Brian. I have her here, Teddy. On the phone. Antonia, go ahead. (laughs) Teddy, I'm so sorry. What, Antonia? That was... That was me, the woman who rang in to say her mother died. It was me. Look, I'm sorry. I knew it. What is your problem? Teddy, wait, please, listen. You've been trying to make a fool of me all night. I'm sorry, but please. And was the first caller Gorilla Jeff? Talk about child. Listen, because you're running out of time. Oh, what now? The first caller wasn't Jeff. I was dropping him off at the depot to get the 12.30 coach to Belfast. And we'd been listening to the show, so it gave me the idea to ring in. When I left him, I couldn't stop thinking about the first call, and I knew there was only one 24-hour petrol station near our station, so out of curiosity, I thought I'd just... This song isn't going to last forever, Antonia. The truck was there, Teddy. I stopped the car and waited, just to see if there was, was any movement. But there were blinds pulled down over the windows, and I just had to check if the guy was all right. So I pulled up the courage. It took so long, but I got out of the car, and as I headed over, I realised the passenger door was wide open. 
and I stopped dead, but then I couldn't stop. So I made my way around, shaking. I was shaking, and I looked up into the cabin. There was only the yellow of the street lights, so I... But the overhead light was on because the door was open and I could see. It was covered in... Oh, God. It was covered in blood. I turned to run to the 24-hour for help and it was only then, because I'd been so focused on the truck, it was only then that I realised that all the lights inside were off. The lights outside were on, but someone had turned all the lights inside off. Did you check if... No, I didn't check. I was terrified. I tried to call you here to tell you, but I was just so stunned. So I jumped back in the car and came straight here. Where are you now? I'm in the car park behind the trees. Why didn't you come in? I'm not walking to those trees. Why not, Antonia? Because he left the door to the building wide open. What? I didn't, Teddy. Have you called the police, Antonia? No, I wanted to get back here and... Do it now, please. I'm going to hang up. Wait! Teddy, I closed that door. Hold on. Caller, are you still there? I closed that door. The line is dead. Who was that caller? Brian, can you call that last number back? What? Why? Just do it now. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, it's... It's gone through, but there's no answer. Can you hear a phone ringing somewhere in this building? Oh, please, no. I'm coming out to you. Keep that phone ringing. (gasps) What is it? You can't see from where you're sitting, but the light in the stairwell just went out. Oh, my God. If there's anyone out there, help. Please send the police to Midlands FM Studios in... The lights. Brian. Can you? Oh, damn it. The headphones won't work. I can't see a thing. Brian. It's a soundproof room. It's the glass. And if that's the glass, the door is right. Oh, crap. Teddy. Oh, my God. Be quiet. I thought I heard something downstairs. Where are the stairs? Wait, 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 wait. Our eyes will adjust. There's moonlight coming in my window. How heavy was the box you put up against the door down there? Boxes. Really heavy. Let's go back into my studio and put something up against that door. No, Teddy. What if this is Antonia and Jeff again? It's not. I've changed my mind. Hold on. Look. Let's go to the stairwell. Look down. You can almost see the front door from here. So what? It's just a straight run down. Are you nuts? We get down there and we just keep running across to the cars. Get far away from here and then quit the midnight shift and move to England. Doesn't that sound great? Stay up here. Antonia's called the police. Are you sure about that? Anyway, the nearest... What? If she has called the police, the nearest station is a 
alive. We're rats in a trap up here. I'm gonna run. Don't be an idiot. That's how people get killed. You lock yourself in if you want. Tell the listeners to send help. The power's gone. No, the fuse box for the lights are down in the hall by the door. We're still broadcasting. We never stopped. Then we can make sure the police know. They'll think it's another trick. No, they won't. Not this time. I'm going. I'll hit the lights on the way out. It's a trap. I'm going. Don't. Crap. No, I really can't see again. Where's my desk? Where's the desk? I'll push it up against the door and then no one's getting in here. There. Hold on. If it's just the lights and we're still broadcasting, then that means the phone will still be... (coughs) Dialing. (coughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Hello, Teddy. I always wondered what you look like. Dead Air starred Charlie Bonner, Margaret McAuliffe, Dunica O'Dea and Deborah Wiseman. It was written by Peter Dunn and produced by Liam Garrity and Peter Dunn. This programme is made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.